Hey guys, just before the podcast starts, I wanted to say that the mic quality isn't amazing. We had to record it for a PlayStation party, which is obviously not the ideal way to record a podcast, because due to COVID restrictions in the UK, neither me or Heggy could get to our recording studio. But hopefully we'll be able to get back into our recording studio soon. If you're listening to this on Spotify and you hear the sound from the intro repeated, that means it's a segue between different sections. If you're watching on YouTube, then you're obviously going to be able to see that. Also, if you're listening on Spotify and you have any mention of links or comments, then obviously you can't do anything about it unless you're on the YouTube version. And if you're on YouTube and you want to listen on Spotify, there will be a link to it in the description. Maybe not right away, but we will post a link to it eventually. And if you're able to click the link in the description to check out Paradise351's channel, please do so. He made the avatars for this video and they're really good. He helped out a lot with this. With all that being said, let's get into the podcast. Uh, welcome to Franchise Fight, the new show on the The Gaming Gamer channel, hosted by me, Hege, and The Gaming Gamer, also known as John. That's me. Uh, screen Junkies have already, got, uh, already made a thing called this about two years ago, but they did one episode and I've left it, so we are just taking it. And like, so they can like fuck off. We're just going to adopt their name since they've not touched the series in years. Yeah, pretty much that. So, this is the first episode we're going to explain the show a bit in a bit more detail, but you'll get used to it when the more episodes come out. So, basically, is it four categories you split it up into? Yep, four categories we split up into. So, we'll take we'll take two series, or two characters okay. from, from different series. Yep, and we compare the series. So our first section would be like, what's the overall better, better series, comparing them, debating about that. Then the second's the better character. Hmm. And then, so we've got better series, better character. Uh, who would they better in the other person's universe, and who would win the death battle? Uh, section, uh, section four, section three, the death battle. All oh, right, but th- those are still the but, four sections. Yeah, they're still the four sections. So, so this is our. We've got. On the screen you can probably see we cartoon avatars, those are made by our good friend Duncan, also known as Paradise City 351 or Paradise 351, one of the two. His YouTube will be down in the description. Also make sure to like and subscribe for more episodes of the franchise fight. Yep. And they might be on Spotify at some point, if you can work that out. If you're watching this on Spotify, hello, we've never used Spotify to upload so it'll be a hassle getting it on. Yeah, so we're going to need to, we'll work that. We'll work our way out how to do We'll find it, a way probably. to get it on Spotify. That's like the podcast area. Yeah, but mo- most, most people will be watching this on YouTube. Apple do podcasts. Yeah. yeah, Apple do podcasts. I didn't know that was a thing. I've never heard of anybody getting their podcast on Apple Music. Nah, it's a thing. No one uses Apple Music anyway. Oh, well. Still, we could okay, try, but so... sp- more people listen on Spotify than Apple then. Okay, so... We're going to be a bit off track, so... We haven't, even, se- we haven't even said what we're doing yet, so... Oh, yeah, that's also a struggle, isn't it? So, <laughs> first episode is... We've got... Uh, I'm going to be the... The two series we've got is Undertale and Assassination Classroom, and the characters we've chosen is... Is San and Koro Sensei. So I'm going to be debating for Koro Sensei from Assassination... And Assassination Classroom. And I'll be debating for Undertale and Sans, because Undertale and Sans or something. Don't know. Like but, funny Sans Undertale. Yeah, like yeah. But okay. both of both both of us will debate for we've picked a character. Uh, it'll be at random unless I decide I want the better character because it's my show. Yeah, we just well no, we decide we've split them up and decide. Yeah, yeah, I know I was joking. Yeah, there's some shit you've not seen that I've 
I'm debating, I'll be debating for well, I, I, I don't know much about Assassination Classroom, I know more about Undertale, which is why I've chosen Undertale. Yeah, it's I, I, know, I know more. I know more about Sans as a character since I've since I used to overuse him on Versus series. Oh, but but I was twice sixteen. Sans, yeah. like I made Sans. I made I think I made twelve episodes of Versus series, and I think four well, or five of them were, four or five of them were Sans battles. Nah, they don't. Do you know what they don't live up to? Cthulhu versus Keemstar. Oh That's no! Don't don't, don't get me started. Don't get me started. We're, get, we're getting off track gaming. already. We're getting off track. But watch Cthulhu versus Keemstar. This is what this is what we are bad at is getting off track. <laughs> You'll come to learn that we'll just get on a tangent and like for about a few minutes. Yeah, this is this is why okay. we're better at podcasts and videos. Because we can't script videos that well because we get distracted easily. Yeah. So is it? What's the what's the first point then? What's the first uh, one we're first, debating? First section is the better series. So which series is better overall? Assassination Classroom or Undertale? Yes, that's exactly right. Yep. Okay, so do you go first since it's your channel? What give give points for Undertale? Give point. We'll give a point. I'll give a point, and then we'll just argue until mm. we came to like a conclusion. I think. So I think okay. the characters have more characterisation than Undertale for what I can tell. Because Oh that No sorry you that, can go. No that's that's definitely right with I start, especially if you look at the design. Undertale they stand out a lot more than Assassination Classroom because they're and they're more unique, whereas the Assassination Classroom kinda get lost in the fact that there's about twenty five children and then there's some teachers and that. Mm-hmm. Like the only, the only character I know from Assassination Class and that Assassination Classroom is Coral Sensei, and then the one that you said was a teach was going to be a teacher or something, uh, the student that was wanting to become a teacher, yeah. Whereas yeah. in Undertale, there's a lot of iconic characters. Like if you look at the verse versus debating genre, if you leave Death Battle out of it because they've never used an Undertale character, every everywhere's used Sans, Papyrus, Undyne, Asgore, Azrael, probably Toriel, Flower, yeah. Maybe even Kara. Kava's been overused as well, yeah. Uh, yeah, but what you're saying about how Undertale stands out, in the Fascination Classroom, the character design does try and, and even though the characters themselves don't stand out, the character design does try and like do subtle things like, oh, this person's got, especially for the main characters, they show that their like hair colours and clothes they wear and all that make try and make them stand out more, like, mm-hmm. the, like, the, like the, probably like, Three of the main characters from a sta- students from Assassination Classroom, Nagisa, Kayano, and Karma, all have different coloured hair than everyone else, and they stand out more. Well, like the Simpsons, they're the only ones with the hair shape. No, they've got, no, nah, they've, they've got like, yeah, kind of like that actually. But it's just that, but then even then, like some characters have certain trims and faces that just make them like, oh, that's that's such and such, that's the one that does that, so that's one that likes that, even though they're not. Even though you can't remember them much, they, they still the art style still tries to make them look very distinct. Mm-hmm. But in Undertale, characters stand out a lot more. Like there's there's not a character you you won't look at a character and think are they from Undertale? If they're from, after from Undertale, you won't question it. If you see a picture of them and you've seen them before, you go that's an Undertale character. Like Sans and Papyrus are skeletons. They they stand out. They're iconic looking characters. They've all got Kara's got yellow skin and a big butcher knife. Stands out. Asriel and Toriel are goats or something. Are they goats? 
yeah, they're goat people things. But they stand out. You you look at them and you think that's that's the Undertale characters. Even if you don't know the names, you'll go, oh, I've seen them before in Undertale, or in an yeah, Undertale he's... video. Yeah, especially Sans. Sans is like he's like on he's like the main Undertale one. I'd say mm -hmm. everyone's heard of Sans. Like... And the fact the fact that they speak in fonts as well, like Sans speaks in. Comic Sans and Papyrus speaks in uh, whatever Papyrus font it is, but it's got Papyrus it's in the name and all that. Papyrus, yeah. I don't know if I had nah. a longer name, that was all. Nah, it's just called Papyrus, but that is one thing that was, it's a really subtle detail, but it's an Undertale, but it's really cool. It's like Sans, you always see them in Comic Sans, and then like, even the, some of the obscure casters like uh, WD Gaster, he speaks in Wingdings. Wingdings, yeah. It adds, it adds more characterization. It makes them more unique. It makes them makes them stand out than more than characters from different franchises. It also gives it also gives like YouTubers who who like have played the game a chance to go do voices and give characters voices. Like I'm I'm pretty sure a lot of people that have, I know about Undertale have seen Jack Sepsky play it, and he's like and his voices will stand out a bit. Mm -hmm. yeah, cause that's like if I think for an Undertale voice, I'd roughly think around his personally. Oh, that that's, that's just gave me that just gave me a point for the next category actually. For well, I'll yeah, leave I'm that just, just now. Though. I'm helping you here, but I know. The po I'll, I'll, I'm not I'll, biased. I know. I'll probably forget the point, but the f what you say. Uh, for for the next category, yeah. we'll get onto that in a bit. But the point that I've just thought of is that, oh, how do I explain it? Is that because the ca the characters in Undertale are from a game as opposed to a TV show or a is it an anime? Yeah. Game? Anime, yeah. I wasn't sure if it was classed as anime, that was so. It's probably a manga as well. I'm yeah, but because, because they're from a game, it makes it to a wider audience because people who are younger will watch Jacksepticeye, PewDiePie, whoever plays games now, Corpse Husband, play Undertale. Yeah, if, he, if he was out in Journal Undertale, they would have he'd watched... Be under, he'd be Undertale main protagonist. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but because people would, would watch YouTubers play games and Undertale is a game, it gets it a wider audience to appeal to because it'll appeal to people who want to watch a YouTuber and then people will go, oh, that's a cool game, I want to play it because of the YouTuber. Yeah, that's definitely, especially because Undertale was really big when it was coming out. You'd see every of like the big gaming YouTubers, oh, they're playing Undertale, or oh, are they doing Genocide, are they doing Passwords, are they doing Max? It's like such a, such a big thing, it really blew up. Mm -hmm. I was like all over YouTube back in the day. Yeah. Do you, want to, make, do you want to make a point? Oh, sorry, I'll let you speak. I was going to make a point there, the first yeah. of them. On you go. Now, so one of the things about Assassination Classroom that I really like is how it's... For the show, such a stupidly ridiculous concept of, oh, there's a there's a teacher that's that's blown up a moon and the kids have to assassinate him for 10 billion yen by the end of the school year or he's going to blow up the planet. It's surprisingly got a lot of emotional depth to it. Like, it's like... Because they... Especially with Coral Sensei, such a complicated character, but you, you, it kind of mainly boils down to he cares about these children, he wants them to succeed in life, mm -hmm. and he's just a good guy in general. And it's like, for such a ridiculous spot, it generally makes a lot of like Coral Sensei looks nothing like a human, feel like a human. Yeah. Yeah, I, it, 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 does, it does have characterisation, you're right. But yeah, I don't think it stands out as much as Undertale because the full cast is characterised completely, uniquely. Yeah, that's the thing, like, in Assassination Classroom, Korosen, say, is, the is pretty much the main character. He's the one that is, like, always centre stage almost all the time. Then then you'd give it to other, like, more 
main characters like Nagisa, Karma, uh, all the other ones. <laughs> yeah, I get, what, I get what you mean. Yeah, but like Koro Sensei is the focus, whereas in, in, in Undertale, there's no, like you play as a character, but you don't just focus on the character. You focus on what's going on. You focus on the actions of all the other characters that you meet as well. Yeah, and like Undertale does also do the same emotional depth. You know, like when like you meet Toriel, it's like especially in Genocide, the fact that you have to kill Toriel, who is a woman who found you and they're just be nice to you. They really try and and like she just lets you kill her. Mm-hmm. It's like a really oh, it probably should mention there's spoilers for both things in this. Oh, I'll, I'll probably edit that in the start. Yeah, edit that because um, someone doesn't know like. What happens in Undertale or Assassination Classroom? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. But I'll leave it. That's the. Uh, but one of the things of Assassination Classroom that is quite good is due to Corosente being a teacher, it generally like takes a look on teachers and how they affect people's lives. How like there's bad and good teachers. Like because Corosente is a solid teacher. He teaches the students well. He like helps them with all the shit they're struggling with. Whereas they also showed bad teachers through the principal and how he and how he was how when he fucked up once he then he then made, it was just a shit teacher and like pretty much segregated the entire group of students because they instead of helping them because they were struggling yeah so it does have emotional depth showing and has an actual point to it like yeah. it teaches a real lesson it's, that makes you think about the good and, and bad in teachers because the, the difference between cover sense and the principal yeah, and teachers are a really important part of people's lives. They're like, well, where would you be without a teacher? And honestly, yeah, like they teach you how to read, learn, write, how to pretty much live. Yeah, not to pay taxes though. Not to pay taxes, but like that's because who, who pays taxes in the first place? Do you know what one I've, no one really should play? The TV license. Oh, we're not we're not getting into this. <laughs> we're not getting into this. <laughs> BBC sponsor us. <laughs> I'm not getting sponsored by the BBC. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's keep let's keep it going. That's that's all I can really say for Undertale. Of there's more. Ca- uh, oh no 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 no. Okay. My last point: okay. the music. There's I've, I've never heard anybody say. Oh, oh did, you, did you did you hear that song from Assassination Classroom? Yeah, you've definitely got me a strong point. The Undertale <laughs> soundtrack is. Iconic. Everyone's heard Megalovania, even if they've not played Undertale. Even if, but, even if it's just some memes or some like any fight-related YouTube video or any, every, like I know yeah, most, almost everybody I know, you'll see you can Megalovania and they go do 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 And even that, like there are a lot of songs in it, like Spider Dance, song they might play when you fight Sans, Bone Trussle. Death by Glamour. Yeah, Death by Glamour. Songs that just stand out, and they, I've never heard any of the go. Oh, did you hear the song from Assassination Classroom? Whereas, you get people who avidly listen to Undertale soundtrack. Yeah, it's like, stands out a lot more. Like, Assassination Classroom, we've really got where this point is. They kind of, the, even the opening themes for an anime, which are, sometimes can be, like, quite strong as an, like an opening, the Assassination Classroom really struggles. It's like, oh, it's just... Especially the visual aspect, which is, like, another thing, the anime openings are normally meant to be, they're meant to be like, like, fast-paced, cool action scenes with... It's like, meant to Japanese showcase it, it's meant to like, exaggerate it and show, oh, this is what the, the series could be. I would say is with 
Assassin's Creed since it's more of like a comedy episodic type anime. The opening does kind of get that, but the song doesn't like stand out. Even like all, I think there's three or four of them. None of them really stand out a lot compared to the Undertale soundtrack. Yeah, like there are an- like, there are animes which stand out, but the intros like Initial D. I've never watched Initial D, but everybody's heard Deja Vu, the song Deja from Vu, it. And and like everyone would have heard like the first Attack on Titan and. Attack on Titan also, having sex with a beast in the East Coast. Or whatever it actually says in Japanese, we'll ask Tadashi. We'll ask Tadashi. But, like, the point that I'm making is, they've never really got an excuse because they could get a good anime opening, they could convey the show well in the intro with the song, like Initial D and Attack on Titan, Naruto, My Hero Academia. Yeah, something that has, you're like, oh, that's a. Uh, another one anime that opening that stands or getting a wee bit tangent but stands out is Tokyo Ghoul's first one. It's like no, I get you. Really yeah. like stands out. It's like how uh, the but whereas uh, Attack on not Attack on Assassination Classrooms just kind of feels a bit meh on like anime. It, 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 it doesn't say, it doesn't make you go wow this is Assassination Classroom. You're like oh. What's this? Oh, yeah, that's no, this, this, yeah, well, oh, this is this is the intro for Assassination Classroom. Like, I, I want the episode Assassination to start. Class, Assassination Classroom is a bad show. I, I really enjoyed it when I watched it. I thought it was, I thought it, it was generally quite. It had like some funny and like I liked how it referenced a bunch of other things, like how Naruto got referenced and like Dragon Ball and that was. Just, I found that quite cool. Yeah. But it, it was just the open then just doesn't stand out. And it's kind of like one of the weaker parts of the show. Yeah, whereas Undertale, the music is what makes it stand out, and so is the in- even the intro to Undertale, where you see the person falling and it plays the beat tune. It plays. Yeah. Dun, 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 That one. Yeah, and like. Like that, that stands out. That that's like the Undertale intro, but no, nobody really goes. Oh, have you heard, have you seen the Undertale intro? Or this is the intro of Undertale, yeah. but you'll see it and you go, that's Undertale it, intro, it, it stands out, yeah. yeah. Like, you could hear that music and you you could, re- oh, that's the Undertale intro music. Well, I've, I've seen it in memes, I've seen it in videos of Luigi falling from the sky yeah, and I think that's the Undertale well, song. The, the Luigi, it's like the Luigi falling from the sky and it just has the tech Undertale. Yeah, and like, uh, even if you didn't I'm know about so, it, I would know because I, I played it. I'd forgotten about the intro even existing until I seen it. And I went, "Oh yeah, that's that's what yeah. happens in the Undertale intro, and that's the song from it." Okay, I'll, I'm gonna say we conclude this section. I'm say I'm personally saying you've won this round. That's yeah, honestly, like, there was not much argument to it. There's you can you can like you can like either series, but Undertale stands out saying, more, in my I'm, opinion. I'm not saying Assassination Classrooms are bad. I really really enjoyed it once. Definitely not the anime I've seen, but it's just not as iconic and as like widely. It's like Undertale's iconic. It's like everyone knows Sans, everyone knows the music, characters stand out. A everybody lot knows more. the name Undertale. If you see Assassination Classroom with the general public, they'll go, "What the fuck's that?" That, but the one thing I would say is like I think of a lot of anime that's that's not like stupidly big. No, I know it's understandable, but. It's, even even if it's, it's an unfair like, argument, Undertale is a lot more iconic. Yeah, Undertale is like everyone's at least heard of Sans, everyone's heard of one of the characters or heard one of the songs. Yeah. It's just a fact that's how Undertale is, it just stands out a lot more. 
an assassination classroom. Uh, I did have, so I, did, won- I, did, I did have a few points against Undertale actually that I wrote down, but I didn't, you didn't say any of them actually. Uh, I didn't. I like Undertale. I don't have. But uh, the, 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 po- the point, the points what I made were, the cast is smaller than Assassination Classroom, but that's that's like that, that's that. that yeah, that's why I'm they're that's that bad, why they're more characterised. They're I, more. Yeah, like we, it's like, for example, Majora Academia. You've got Class One A, but only about half to a quarter of the cl- class stand out, and some are just shit and meh. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, but that's with like Assassination Classroom because it's got such a you have all of class 3E and a lot of them are barely speech and it's kind of like, oh, who's that again? Yeah. It's like Undertale, you're like, oh, that's Sans, that's Papyrus, that's Asgore, that's Toriel, and that's... Yeah, so totally get what you mean. The, 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 the only like, other point, points that I'd made that I'd written against it, I was going to use these, I was just trying to think of counter-arguments for a few said them, but you didn't actually say any of them, was mm-hmm. that Assassination Classroom has the potential for spin-offs because you and Leo were talking about that, weren't you? Yeah, we were, we were talking about how we're talking about how at the end they could have shown more of Nagisa being, uh, being like uh, having his own spin-off of like being like essentially Coruscant to the sequel. Yeah. Which would have been interesting then. But Undertale, you've got Delta Rune, which is like a seat, which I'm pretty sure is a flat It's like a, it's like a successor, isn't it? I don't think it's like I don't think it continues the story in any way. I don't know anything about it, but I thought it was a full-on sequel. Is it like Final Fantasy sequels? How it's like this? It was like a similar oh, gameplay. Oh, it might be like it might be a, like a Final Fantasy type sequel. Yeah. I generally don't know, but I'm so the section one. I'd say we call it here, and I'll give the point to you. I'm gonna make a note down of that. Can I quickly say my last point because I just want to include yeah, it? Say your last. Yes, they are. I'm on the Undertale fanbase. Oh that, no. That, that's the point. No. no we're, not, we're, not, we're, not, we're, not, we're not elaborating. That's, I just wanted to say that Undertale fanbase is fucking dreadful. That's all we're saying. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> we're not going around about the Undertale fanbase. No. So, round to me. Okay, let me just note that down and then we'll move on. Okay, and we're back for section two after a quick, after we've been, we've had a quick break after, and saved the recording of section one. Everything sounds like it's decent, so let's continue. So section two is going to be the better character. Mm-hmm. I love Coruscant and Sans. Uh, I'm going to go first since you went first last time, if that's fine yep, with you. that's fair. Okay. One thing I'd say that, I've, well in my personal opinion, that makes Coruscant a better Character than Sansa's, his design stands out a lot more than Sansa's. Because, mm-hmm. like, Sansa's, he's a, he's a short skeleton in, a, in like, a hoodie. Mm-hmm. Course, like, it does stand out, yeah. Like, especially comparing him to the rest of the assassination classroom, he's, no one else is, is a bright, like, a big octopus and, like, in a graduation cat and gown with a tie and and a big giant head. I'll give you that, it does have an iconic design, but that's compared to the rest of the class and the rest of the characters, but Sans just has an iconic design overall, like, will people be able to recognise Sans in Coral Sensei? You do have, you do have a good point there, but, um, but as a overall, like, comparing character design to character design, Coral Sensei is a, is a lot better than Sans, in my honest opinion. It's a more complicated design, but Sans, the, sim- the simplicity works, it's just, 
skeleton face with holes, and then a blue hoodie, and then pink bar face. You do have it, and then like, you that's a good point, but the one thing is, Coro Sensei is a big part, like his, especially his face, his facial expressions, how they change colour, how they get shaped, how that, and that's like really, it's, it kind of has like a bit, almost set of physical comedy to it that helps the assassination class, you know, like, his face goes bright pink when he's like, when he's like, when he's like looking at tits and that. And like, <laughs> yeah. that really shows, <laughs> that's a genuine example. No, <laughs> I know, I know. This. He loves them. <laughs> he honestly does. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I get you. But like the changing, the changing colours of his face are quite yeah, iconic. Like, it, like it shows, then, it shows the character well. Like it presents his emotions physically. Uh, uh, yeah, and it shows like, especially like one of ones he does commonly. Like, see when he's asking the students a question, he'd put like an X. His face goes like red with an X when he gets a question. When like he says something, when he said, when someone gets a question wrong, and then it gets a circle and they get it right, and it's always like it kind of like helps reinforce his teaching methods because. At the core of his character, he is a teacher who cares about his students, as I've already said. Yeah, you're right, yeah. But about Sans, Sans has a really basic design, like I've said. But I think it works for him because he's iconic. He's one of the most iconic Undertale characters, if not the most iconic Undertale character. Oh, You'll see, you see, he is definitely up there. You see Undertale Quite and you think, oh, that's that's one with the funny skeleton man Sans in it. The funny skeleton man Sans with a funny song that goes... Boo, 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 boo. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I get yeah. what you're on about, like... And even the, even the fact... Got, sorry, when you go. That's also got to do with the fact Undertale is a lot more popular and iconic than Assassination Classroom. Mm-hmm. Like, no one's going to be like, oh yeah, that's Coruscant, say, like, when they see, like, a giant octopus fan, mm-hmm. unless they know of Assassination Classroom, someone's like, oh, look, there's that funny skeleton man from the memes. Mm-hmm. I get what you mean. Because Sans, Sans stands out more, like... Core Sensei stands out for having great character design because he's completely unique. But Sans stands out by trying to do the opposite because he's really generic looking. But because it's a generic look that nobody's ever done before, it's become iconic and unanimous... Oh, is it unanimous? Is that the right word? Uh, or sy- synonymous. Be... Synonymous with him. Uh, um... I'm trying, I can't really honestly think of it. Like, associated with him. Like, you, it's Syno- became... I think synonymous. I don't think unanimous. I think no, that, it might that, be synonymous. It's synonymous, yeah. Yeah, I don't know these words. But, <laughs> but it, even though it's, basically, even though it's a generic design, he's the character, uh-huh. he's, he is the character with that generic design. So it yeah, stands out like and you think that stands. Design, it's not a design that's like been, oh, it's been done to death. Like, no, no, the one example I'm saying is this Superman type design. I a red, a, a red a plain, and blue plain, costume, plain a cape. Out, yeah, plain coloured outfit, a cape, big muscles, boxers or pants over the front of the trousers. Like, sure that's Superman's design, but there's like about, you can name about 20 heroes unrelated to Superman with a very similar design. Mm-hmm. That's, and it's like, but whereas it, Sans does have his, even though it's a basic design, it does, it does help him stand out, like Coruscant's, but has it's more complicated than mm-hmm. that because like well, he, ha- he has a generic I, face but his outfit's complicated like the technicals and everything as well yeah he's like he's fit but he's like in the whole put he's like but i think that works really well for assassination classrooms storytelling it's pretty much like like from the get-go you, it, his entire character thing helps you identify oh this is where they're assassinated like say if you put a normal 
some normal human that could do the exact same things as he could. Even if it got, he, he's a threat, this is, this is going to be good. You, yeah, you would just be, be like, thinking, oh. oh. Oh, he just looks like... Uh, the only one I'm thinking of, I'd say... You've seen this last in the classroom. Uh, Kurosuma, the, the other teacher, the government man. He, if, see, if he was... He, it was Korosensei and his design. And of course, Sensei has dressed up as him, but... If it's just his, he was Korosensei, that's how he looked. It'd be kind of... I'd lose a lot of the, like, comedy and, like, storytelling if it wasn't a big... Ridiculous octopus man, mm -hmm. and he he does add a lot to the sh the show, like because of who he is and like, the colours, the yeah. his face, his expression, his personality, and everything. It really like stands out, and like how a lot of the things is like how he's like and I've just in the early episodes, the like dude, since he can, he's such a big octopus, they, like they go, he just would just fly away, go get some scran from China, and then come back. <laughs> and then he's like, no, I'm danger, and they see it since he moves at match twenty. He went all the way to Brazil to watch a football game. <laughs> and that. Excellent. And like he gave, he gave some of the students a lift to go watch a movie premiere. <laughs> well, so that, also, this kind of moves on to my other point. He's generally just a really nice guy. Mm -hmm. He's got a lot of flaws, but he's really nice. It's like, like when uh, one of the Nagis, I was like the main student, when his mom was going to complain about how he's still in the E class. And like uh, Kurosawa, who's like the official teacher, quote unquote, was was away doing government shit. Korosensei dressed up like him, and and had spoke of had spoke of the, his mom like and try and get things sorted. Not because he had to, because he chose to. Mhm. Mm he well, did he, that. He, he, he could have let the boy him. just get kicked out of the class or be told off by his mum or whatever, but he didn't. He yeah. cares about the students. He cares about, and he cares about, he would have conversation with him like, oh, what do you want to do when you're older, this is, that, and like, it would generally help them. It would like, there's a thing, there's a, and a lot of stuff, there's a few study scenes, but uh, what it is, is, due to his speed, it can make essentially what shadow clones from Naruto, mm -hmm. like from Naruto, and he would go about, and he would like, teach every individual student simultaneously on what they're weak at, and like, help them individually all at once and like in return got was like a really effective teacher for them because they all placed top 50 on their final exams out of the entire school excellent but like yeah you're right he cares a lot about the characters sans is the same though sans is similar because sans does care about kara you know what sans main yeah. point is like he's decent he just kind of cuts about he's not like a villain Especially Papyrus, he cares a lot about Papyrus and... It does, and does deeply care about Papyrus, yeah, because his brother. It's his brother, and that's like a really good thing, it's like about his characters. He cares about Papyrus, he cares about... He wants to like, he's like, oh yeah, pretend... I'm pretty sure he's like, oh, pretend the trap works and he captures you because he wants to be a real guard, and he's generally trying to be nice to his brother. Mm -hmm. He's trying to let his brother think, oh, I've done something decent because he's not able to on his own. Which is a really... That's another thing about these characters that are really good is they're they're both real from their perspective. It's like oh, skeleton. That's a stereotypical villain. Oh, big octopus monster. That's a stereotypical villain. But they but both have a lot of depth to them. They have a lot of depth and they're generally just friendly and nice and care about people. I don't know who who to give this round to. In all honesty, I feel like we can go in a bit more detail on as well. I could do. I can go, I'm saying one of the things about Coruscant, I do like is how 
he is very, very humanised how all, because he's shown to have a lot of flaws throughout the series. Like, he has shown, especially mainly through a storytelling uh, fight through uh, Nagisa's notebook about, oh, this is his weaknesses and all that. It's generally shown that he has a lot of flaws, like Sadella, where he's distracted easily by tits, he loves, he also loves sweets, and it, like another one is like, he wants to help protect the students, and, mm-hmm. and that. He's like genuinely like cares about them and like he can't and he's got a lot of weaknesses for being such a powerful character, like how he can't go in water and like he has a lot of mucus on him and all this kind of stuff. But mm. it generally shows that this character he isn't oh he's not a two dimensional character that is like oh, the, ca- the character has flaws to them, but it's not like I like I'm fast, you can't do anything to stop me, I'm on kill bill. I'm gonna blow up there. Yeah, but, yeah, it's not like oh, I'm bulletproof. Oh, I, I can, I can move at max twenty. I can, I'm going to, I can blow up there. If it's like, no, he's, he, even, and uh, like he's a human, but if even when you don't know that, he still feels really human. Because mm-hmm. like, it, it feels like a, it feels like it would just be a person due to how much of the flaws he's got. Mm-hmm. And it's like generally humanises a character that looks nothing like us, which is really effective, I'd say. Yeah, I get what you mean. Because at first glance, you wouldn't think, oh, that's a person that's been made to look like that. But you come to learn, not only, he is a human, actually, isn't he? Just to yeah, check. A, yeah, he's a human. Yeah, but... He was a human before. Uh, well, yeah, I thought so. But you, yeah. if, even if you thought he was just a monster, even the fact that he's got so many flaws to him and the fact that he has actual deep emotional connections with characters shows that you can actually relate to him on an emotional level and he's not just a two-dimensional character yeah. like you were saying he's not like oh I am a character I am the protagonist I have no flaws mm-hmm. he is like generally and he's like all the time he, sh- he, sh- he can struggle with students and try and get them like to like teach them especially one of the main characters though I honestly can't remember his name but he's like the the one that he comes in saying he's Etana that's it I right. couldn't remember his name but he comes into the series and he's like, oh, I'm, I was meant to come in, I'm meant to fight Korra Sensei, I've got tentacles too, I can, I'm powerful. And then like, in Korra Sensei you can see him generally struggling to try and get him to be good, even though he eventually does, but he generally struggles and wants to help the child. Yeah, he doesn't give up, he helps the child, he could have just weathered them. Yeah, but same instead with, they made him good, yeah. Same with in the final fight, with when he fights the... When he fights his apprentice, Reaper 2.0 is it's called in the dub, or God of Death 2.0 is it's called in the God of Death's dub. a much cooler name. It's such a better name. I, I wish I, I... I learned about that and it's like, the other day and I thought, oh, that is... Why did they not do that in the dub? Like... But what were you I saying? Think, uh, but it's like, uh, even though Korosensei is like... Even though he was completely outmatched, he was able to work out what to do and didn't give up. Like, he's like... When he was when he was fighting someone that was double his strength and speed, he's a determined he's out. a determined character, yeah. Yeah, even which is another which the determination is a big thing in Undertale as well. What's like? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's a but he was like he generally was like I need to win this. I need to like protect the students. I need to help them succeed in life. I need to do this. Mm-hmm. So like both characters. You wouldn't think they're human right away because Sans a skeleton. You might think, oh, it's a dead, dead person. But oh, is, it, a is he? Is he a monster? I thought he was a monster. 
yeah, they're monster, all monsters in Undertale, but a skeleton, it's like, they're commonly associated it's like, with old monsters, Halloween, dead. It's like, they're like dehumanised, because it's like a skeleton, it's like, oh, villain, villainous, horrible. It's like z- zombies, that kind of thing, it's like, yeah. oh, they're just... You don't, you, don't see a, you don't see a zombie and think, oh, I can relate to them. They've got emotional depth and actual character yeah. development. You think, oh, they're just, they're, they're just like, they're just a dead person walking about trying to scan brains. Mm-hmm. But Sans has, is more than that because, as we've explained, you can relate to him. He has actual deep emotional connections. He actually cares about characters. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. They're all... That's a, they're both characters that have a lot of depth, despite how they look, despite like how they appear as like a monster, a villain, someone that's just would not, someone that goes against the protagonist, like someone that they're like your classic, like they feel like I, I feel like Coruscant. It seems like it'd be like a golden age comic like a big mental mm-hmm. octopus with a yeah, he, he's like a stereotypical villain, but he's not really a villain. It's when not it comes down to it. like yeah it's like he's never really framed as a villain like he like like even though he's trying to get killed by the students he generally gives them criticism and that like in episode two when the i can't remember his name the boy that tries to come with the baseball he's like oh well that was a genuinely good thing but you need to get a better pitch on you and they just go and play a game of baseball <laughs> no, these, that, that's something like, sans would do yeah it's, it's like He's like, okay, you, what you need to do is you need to try and play to your strengths, to, to go for a curveball instead of a fastball, and Wait. he's generally just try to help him and prove him, even though, even though it's kill him. Why did your savage just go off? I, I'm taking my watch off at the start. Oh, right, fair enough. Like, yeah, didn't, didn't, didn't Sans stop time just to speak to the player during uh, one scene in Gilby's? Like, just, I, I don't know what he said to the player, but the fact that he spoke time... Just, just, to, just to talk to yeah, the player. Yeah, he did. And, it's, and he did. Doesn't even matter what they're talking about. But the fact that he stopped time, just to speak to them, and then he walked out. He's like, "Yeah, put up my tab." Which is like, yeah, expi- it's explained to be like... packed because he never actually pays. Mhm. So it's like, it's like another uh, com- it's like a comedic point that like, they both share, where they're like, the they're, person they're... that eventually leads to their downfall, or the, or points that eventually lead to their deaths or downfall. Their deaths, like, mm-hmm. and like. Sans genuinely is that they're both genuine caring characters that even though they're going to die, they're like, I'm, doesn't Sans give you the option not to fight them? Yeah. In genocide, right? Yeah, and then that's, yeah, it's like, you don't have to fight me. It's like, genuinely, it's like, Gallery, you don't, and it's like, and then it's like, because he's solid. Mm-hmm. Like, he's strong, but, that's why he uses, that's why he uses the strongest attack first. And that, that's, yeah, something we'll, like, that's something we'll discuss next uh, round as well. we'll just, yeah, well, uh, I'm saying, do I call this section here? Yeah, sounds fair. Uh, who, who would you say? One, um, that's for work this out now. Oh, I don't know, no, honestly. Um, uh, I, 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 I don't, don't obviously go with Sans, and you'd probably obviously go with Coruscant, but if neither so, of us can go, oh yeah, that's right, the other side wins, then we'll just leave it as is. Do I, just, do I call this a draw? Yeah. We've helped people watching to decide. That also means we have an even, we should hopefully have an even winner in the conclusion. Yep. Got a draw. Save the recording again, that's 
For section two, we're done. We've had a quick break, so we're now on to section three, and we're um, we're we're having a death battle. We're not joined by Wiz and Boomstick, but like oh, that would be cool. It would be cool. If we could, oh, that would be. They'd cool. try I'd Boomstick. <laughs> That's right. Don't say any other don't say any other videos. Yeah. Oh, that Boomstick text to voice the text to speech could be useful. Oh. We're not gonna lie, I've a used impression. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> okay, so we're right. doing the okay, we're doing a death battle between Sans versus Koro Sensei. None of us are wizard boomstick, because like Unfortunately. Unfortunately, I'd like a I'd like a shotgun leg, that'd be fun. Aye. You're you're more like Wiz because you're pansexual. Fuck off, I'm not. <laughs> Just cause that, that's just because Wiz wanted to boss Zuko. Yeah. Right, let's get, let's get on with it then. Okay, so. let's get on to topic. Mm hmm Okay, so, death battle. Who's Jummy to go first? Yeah, you could do. Okay, so Koro-sensei is... is, our, is planet level at his best. And mm -hmm. Due to the fact that he is able to, in-universe, destroy entirety of Earth. Hmm. Do, 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 you know, do you know if that's true or not? Like, is, is it proven because you didn't do it? It, it didn't happen, but it's almost likely because the scientist that created the rat on the moon was who had about the same amount of tentacle cells put into him as Koro-sensei. I blew up 70% of it, but due to Koro-sensei's size and being a human, he was able to do them, he'd, he'd clear the entire Earth in a year. Right, so he's not actually done it, but it's presumable because it's the, not the, done the rat. The one the one thing I have to say about this is it's a it, he can't choose. Oh, I'm going to destroy the planet now. I'm planet level. He's pretty much like, oh, I'm going to. It's pretty much I. I have a small percent of chance at at some time of destroying the entire planet. Mm -hmm. It's not guaranteed, but he's planet level at his best. Right. But not guaranteed. Not consistently, but at his best. Mm -hmm. But that would also kill him. That you do have a point. That would kill him. But I'd say if we if we were using that as an argument, Sans would lose. But we can't really because due to the fact of how mm. little a percentage of their chances. What's to say it would be an instant explosion? Though what's to say Sans would get caught in the explosion? Well, and the then he would the, he would die. The one on the moon was the one on the moon was quite instant. As show, and shown in Assassination Crush because you see the rat and you see the the moon blowing up. Mm -hmm. It was pretty much like boom, moon gone, solid, solid chunk, permanent crescent. Mm -hmm. Right. So, it's a so very, you, you don't think there's a chance that Sands be able to like teleport away? I, how fast is Sands again? Oh, I don't want to get started on that. I've oh, read some no. movies like Mac 510,000, but oh, I don't know. Oh, no. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that, hey, that could be completely wrong because Undertale's wanky fucking versus debates, depending oh, on no, who you ask. Like, the whole fact that it's like, it, it's either lowball to fuck or it's overpowered to fuck, and it's mm -hmm. like. It's because it's, there's no real things you can actually calculate. Like, oh, Stan's Gaster Blaster is this amount of force. Because mm -hmm, they don't actually do like any collateral damage or structured damage in Undertale, really. So there's yeah, no so like there's no like oh Sans Gaster Blast to blow up a building or anything like that. It's just presumable. Yeah, the only the only ones that are like really proven to be the slave are some the ones like Flowey 
an annoying dog and Cara. No, an annoying all, like, dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, but For surviving like, the timeline, they say. Yeah, but it's that kind of thing. It's like. Mm -hmm. But I'd say, so speed, but Sans, depending on if it is Mark, whatever the fuck you said. No, I, I don't. I don't think he's that fast, but I think he doesn't really. He doesn't like run fast, but he can teleport. Yeah, has his more teleportation where Coral Sensei is just twenty times the speed of speed of sound. Right, he just he Mark just moves. Does, does he teleport or does he like move quickly in that direction? Ah, uh, he moves really quick. He moves really quickly. Like like I said, he can fly to China for his launch, but it takes him about oh, twenty yeah. minutes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Already, like. But I including time to get order and pack up the food It's about 20 minutes from Japan. Imagine it taking longer to make the food than it does to get there. Yeah, and then, but he's also like able to travel to like all the way to America to go see some, to go see a comic book film with two students and is able to, he's also able to focus how he, how he shapes himself so that the aerodynamics don't affect the students. Oh, I right. When moving, so he's able to like control himself so like, that he's aerodynamic enough so that the students don't get crushed by the amount of air pressure just the speed he's going. Oh, right. But Sans, Sans isn't fast. I don't think I've, I've only seen Sans walk. I've never seen him, like, run. I, don't, I think he's too lazy. He's lazy. That's, like, part of his personality. He's lazy, yeah. But that's the one thing with Sans. You have to... It's a big character trait. He's, like... He, he's, like, lazy. He'll just shrug things off. But he can fucking teleport, which is, mm -hmm. like, almost... Because... Uh, like uh, you always in the sands fight, you always miss sands until you've done like a certain amount of it because of the fact that he's mm -hmm. so he's so he quick. Can he can teleport. He can react so quickly that he can dodge it. Yeah, and the only way you kill him is when he falls asleep. Mm -hmm. But you can say the same for Coral Center. The amount of assassination attempts put on him and like general just stabs. He would always dodge it until the very end when like. He lets the students kill him. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like, like it says, it's like, it says, "Oh, pin me down." Like you can, each of you can hold down a tentacle, and that's fine. It's like you're not doing, it and like just lets them kill him because they needs to, because it they, they, they wants them to kill him instead of the government. Mm -hmm. so this, this, this question I have about Sansa actually, you, you probably better know the answer than me. Does Sansa okay. have four, does Sansa have fourth awareness? Oh, he, um, he does to an extent, definitely. Because know, he knows he's in a game, doesn't he? He knows he's in a game, and I'm almost certain the Sans fight is like, he's like, oh, this is the second time you've tried this. This is the, you know, it's like, this is, uh, like, this is the third time or something. This is, and it just, it like, says, this is Oh, wait, yeah, all Undertale characters have some degree of fulfill awareness because they know about save files and stuff, don't they? M or, or, well, re relevant ones like Sans, sorry. Sans, Flowey, and, like, Maybe a few other ones. Presumably Kara, so, even though Kara doesn't speak. Yeah, Kara and Frisco obviously know. Yeah. Because they're like protagonists. Mhm. But if if Sans is, because since he has four full awareness, if he's somehow aware that assassination classroom is an anime or that it doesn't exist really, he'd be able to learn weaknesses of Coral Sensei, wouldn't he? You do have a good put. I don't know how much of an extent Sans for fall awareness goes to, but he definitely has a certain degree of it. So depending on how much of the degree you would of the fall awareness would Sans like be able to put mm -hmm. 
be able to like because it depends it depends how Undertale exists because this this is gonna sound like a stupid example but the Big Bang Theory exactly yeah. the Big Bang Theory exists in the universe where everything's where it's like it's a parallel of our own universe except the Big Bang Theory doesn't exist like they have the same TV shows like Star Trek they have the same comics yeah they have everything that's like real world just so with, like a it, laugh track and like funny shell done <laughs> so it depends it depends if uh, depends if Sans is in a universe similar to that like he would know what assassination classroom was or who Koro Sensei was yeah, before we fighting well, him we don't know prep time. what the we don't know what the world up top up on the surface is like it's never said it's never shown oh how far developed the humans are we just know that because it, it could parallel RF similar to the Big Bang for universe that's the only example I could yeah, get. there are probably more like, shows like that but a community uh, even the Simpsons to an extent or like anything that's like most sitcoms will have some sort of pop culture mm-hmm. references and like be alive like you said the Big Bang Theory that where it so the, we, ne- we don't really know if Assassination Classroom and anime and all that exists and how far developed the upper world is we just know that they're they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're human race and they know there's monsters called but we don't know to what ex- wait no there is an- there is actually anime really? correct me wrong I'm almost certain is that oh what's her name again do you know the one that makes Metaton the scientist Oh, you know who I'm on about? I'm almost certain she has like the dialogue. Alpha, she has like the dialogue about anime. Really? So if if anime I'm exists, then it's it's presumable that on the on the world above or in some way that universe exists inside the Undertale, isn't there, it? There's some from anime. The only thing we need to know is, is it how far developed is that and how much anime is there and how can if Sans has access to it yeah and how consistent it is compared to real world anime like whether Assassination yeah. Classroom would exist in the Undertale universe and Sans would know it's well like, I'm going to fight the boy for this show I, I genuinely but in my honest opinion I feel like anime does exist but I feel like we can't take this as a serious point no know, like because it, it, it's not it's not directly you wouldn't be able to just go uh, oh yeah more, assassination classroom exists inside undertale yeah you would be able to uh, it's more of like a throwaway joke like oh alpha like likes anime it's like a throwaway that they mm. just put in yeah it's not like this not, this anime exists the world above is civilized and everything it's yeah there's anime because yeah. then you couldn't argue then you could have to argue that five star and not got a phone like this and that and then it was a throwaway joke for a game that's not always the serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you mean. So it's like, I feel like they can't really put Sans extent of fourth wall breaking into account and even though anime does exist, we don't know to what extent and it was more, mm-hmm. it was probably more likely treated as a throwaway joke. Yeah, like it wasn't, it probably wasn't podcast. meant to, it probably wasn't meant to be like, oh yeah, anime exists. Oh, I just hit my mic. It's not meant to be like the world above is really civilized. There's, there's all this. It's yeah, meant to be oh yeah, Alpha is a fucking geek. It's meant to be oh Alpha is like a wee, is a wee nerd that like starts to make robots and watches anime. Is that not what you want it's to do me. when you're older? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make Metaton and it's just, I'm gonna make a robot and it's gonna play Death by Glamour and dance with it. That would be <laughs> excellent. That would be fucking honestly. But no. It's like it's more of a throwaway joke to fit Alpha's character than a yeah yeah than like a serious remark about the Undertale universe because mm-hmm. you can't always take everything literally. You have to take a bit of a grain of salt. What what kind of attacks take... does? Sorry, I'll let, you, I'll let you finish actually. 
we can argue that the Undertale might be in the assassination classroom, it's never, because video games are mentioned a bit and so are comics and especially big shonen jump mangas like Naruto and Dragon Ball are referenced. Yeah. But we can't, it's not like we can use, oh, there's a serious point that, oh, Undertale exists and this and assassination classroom exists, they're just more or less throwaway gags and references. Yeah, it's not meant to mean like they're in, they're in a universe where the other is like a lower form of yeah. Like that doesn't actually exist. It's like they're in it, but they're not real. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. It's like yeah. It's, 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 they're more or less there as jokes and gags and all that kind of thing mm-hmm. instead of like this is a serious development for the world and more. Yeah. The only other thing I could really say about Sans is I don't know what I don't know what kind of tax core sense he has. Uh, he mainly just uses like his tentacles and his speed to his advantage. Mm-hmm. But he, so he relies it, on. Can his tentacles extend decently far? He's got a good. He's got a decent reach with his tentacles. Uh, to say like he can. I'm pretty sure, and he's like he can hold a lot of strength. They can pick up easily all of class three, and that's about twenty-five pupils. That's decent. Easily, and it was like I said earlier on in the better character debate about how he was eight, how his determination how he was. How he was able to beat Reaper slash the God of Death 2.0 and the final battle, despite him being double his strength, shows his strategy and, mm-hmm. and like his determination. Where I feel like, and honestly, Sans won't have as much intel, won't fight battles as through stuff. How because how lazy, lazy he is, character. yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Sans, Sans could block his attacks because Sans obviously he's not going to be like, ah, oh, you can just kill me. Yeah, I feel like Sans might outspeed him, but I feel like. Coruscant could hit harder. I probably could hit harder because Sans doesn't physically attack. Sans just uses Gaster Blasters and Bones, doesn't he? Yeah, and the Bones themselves do one damage. It's just, um, like, I think each pixel of a Gaster Blaster does one damage. I can't remember. Probably. But it's like, they do a lot of damage overall, but it's like, Sans is the weakest enemy in the game, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. Weak, 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 weakest in, in terms of lost health. We, he's got he's got one health and one attack, but the way he attacks is he uses a sheer shit ton of bones and gaster blasters, which are which hurt mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. So, so and it also make, make, makes it hard stones. to hit him since he's uh, so not durable. Yeah. The the sand fight could have gone on infinitely if he didn't fall asleep. Mm-hmm. And like needed a way to do it. Yeah. One thing I'll have to say about Coruscant though. Is Coruscant's got his absolute defence form, which, mm-hmm. in which he has stated himself that he can survive the, uh, a nuke in this form. Really? Yes, he can. He can. So he has stated himself he can survive a nuke, which is at least city level going off real world scale, scaling of nukes, but could be stronger depending on. I don't know how strong a nuke is exactly. Mm-hmm. But in in. That form, if he went into that form in a battle, I take it it would take at least a couple of seconds for him to get out of that form. Uh, 24 hours, actually. He can't do any. He's stuck in that form for a next 24 hours. So, what what advantage would he have to actually using it in battle then? There's not much, but he. If, if, if he felt like he had to, and Sans. Actually, yeah, because yeah, Sans could fall asleep or get bored or tired and fuck off. Because the thing is, seeing in the end of season one, when the, the the students got a big stupid fuck off assassination plan, like really thought out, really do it, and they come close to killing him. It was like a case of like a bullet being slight, being to be a slightly higher or slightly to the left. It was like 
very slight things that he used his, he had to use his absolute defence for because he was going to die. Mm-hmm. And then he also stated that he's still alive and aware in this form. He just is immobilised for 24 hours. He can also make an explosion going in and out of it. Oh, right. So I feel like the one thing Sans really has the edge on him is the speed. Yeah. Sans if, if, he can, if, he can, if he can just go past him and keep going away, but away, away, one, dodging, and then hit him. The one thing where we could probably argue Sans does this, but he's never been shown to it, is... I said this earlier as well, Coruscante can make essentially about 25 Shadow Clones at once. Yeah, you did say and that, like, yeah. Main- maintain them separately as well as having like one extra having a break. But surely Sans will be able to block attacks from them, since he's yeah, got I'm such not, a good reaction speed. Yeah, I'm not saying, it's just the effort. But the thing is, I'm feeling like Coruscante, he has, the, he did beat the Reaper 2.0, he was... He was also the deadliest he's the deadliest man without having any powers to go with okay. in the entire world. He was the deadliest assassin, killed shit tons of people and was the best in the game. Mm-hmm. He was the best assassin, he was the original Reaper slash God of Death. Right. He, so I feel like he generally has a bit more of an edge of like thinking and strategy to stands. Does even though he outspeeds them. Coruscant has been shown to to be able to fight people and beat them who are faster than them and stronger. Yeah, I get what you mean. But what I was thinking, in terms of Sans actually being able to attack him, if Sans is faster, then surely he'd be able to just dodge whatever's thrown at him, get a break, or find a way to distract Coruscant after picking up on the way he moves and everything and just get a good hit on him. Yeah, that's true. Uh, they're both... The one thing that really... Sans dies to more is more likely to die to one hit than Coruscant is. Mm-hmm. But also, I want to say this to just we're saying the bones and gas blasters work like the BBs and special knives to hit Coruscant for sake of making the fight not stupid. Because mm-hmm. like because normal weapons don't work on them. But it's like we're specifying the fact that that's a good thing to specify. But I feel like Sans, in all honesty, could. It, Sans will get lazy and will sleep and can die from one hit, whereas Korosensei, he can only really, the only way he can, he can die to one hit is his heart. Mm-hmm. You can, can cut off a tentacle. I think you're right, I, th- I, think, I think in more scenarios than not Korosensei would win. Because in a situation where like, for example, Korosensei was threatening Papyrus, Sans would have a reason to fight and wouldn't give up. Yeah, but, but it's like, in, in, in most situations, say the two of them like, bumped into each other, then and had a fight. Yeah, Sans, so would, Sans like, would probably just give up the fight. He wouldn't have a reason. He, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't be determined enough to keep going. He wouldn't be. Whereas, like, say Sans was like, I feel like in a situation we could do is like Sans is interact with like class three and like Coruscant could generally see, oh, there's a skeleton man posing threat to my students, and it's been shown that he does go like a lot more stronger and lethal when protecting the students as. Mm-hmm shown in season one when uh, two of his students got kidnapped and well I think it was implied that there's going to be pictures taken off them like well not pog pictures yeah and not, like, not, Sensei, like not not uh, not family friendly pictures yeah yeah and then Coruscante like he, I said his name about his facial fish he goes like flat grey and he gets like glowing eyes and just goes mental and just like fights about 12 folk 
Well, that's like, that's, that's similar to what Sans would probably do for Pyrus or something yeah, that came about was threatened. It, it, they're quite similar in that fact where it's like, Sans only fights you when you've killed every single one. Mm-hmm. Every single person except... For him. Has to be, wait, did, is it, do you kill us? Do you kill Asgore before you fight Sans, or is it... I don't know, actually. Sans? I can't but remember, that but It doesn't matter, but I get what you mean, like, Sans would only fight you if you've actually caused this much damage and harm. Yeah, because, and the way Genocide works is you kill every... You, you kill everything in, in the area until there's none left, and then mm-hmm. you move out, along and do the same. It's, it's how it... Whereas, and then Sans does generally feel like, oh, you're a threat, I need to fight you. Yeah. No, but, but in, I, I think you're right in all honesty, in more scenarios than not, Coral uh, Sensei takes it. There are scenarios where Coral Sensei would have more of an incentive to fight, and the same goes yeah. for Sans, but probably not a drastic amount, but in, yeah. not, not not drastically more, but in more scenarios than not, Coral Sensei would probably be Sans, yeah. Yeah, I'd say that's fair enough, especially if we can include the fact of Coral Sensei could blow up the planet and kill Sans in it. Mm-hmm. And also, a point that I spoke to Biffy about this ages ago. This is I'm not I'm not going to speak about him, but we speak about yep. the discussion I had of him because it was about how far Sans could actually teleport. Yeah. Because I don't remember exactly who it was that said it. You spoke but there you was, told me there about was, this before. There was some distance. I think it's when you got the there's like a canal or something. There's you get on a yeah, boat. Like, you get to the other side and Sans is there. And Sans is already there. Mm-hmm. And uh, the person was saying, it wasn't Biffy, the person that they were speaking to, that he'd yeah. had a conversation with before, was saying he must have teleported there. But he made the argument that he could have made, he'd have had a series of short teleports to get there. Yeah, we don't you don't know. know how far he can actually teleport because I've not seen him teleport on, on screen. Yeah, but he's never been shown, the most he's seen is he can dodge a, like, a knife blow. We've never seen him say, oh, he can teleport this far in one teleport. Mm-hmm. Because it, it could be a series of short teleports, and then yeah, of course, since he realises be... that he could get caught while teleporting, he could figure out the distance and just smack him. Yeah, so it's not really. That's the one thing about it. Since Sans, you only fight him on one occasion, there's not much information to get. Oh, this is exactly how he works, how he, how quick he is, how he attacks, how he does X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So, yeah, so, I'll, I'll... We'll, we'll wrap this up. You, I think you win this, in all honesty. Okay, so that's puts us at 1-0. Yep. And then we'll get on to the next category. It's who would do better in the other's universe. So would Sans, would, well in other's position actually, so would Sans do better yeah. as a teacher in whatever school it is? Class 3, I can't yep. remember the school name. Yeah. Would Sans do, do better as that class's teacher or would Coral Sensei, Sensei do a better be job in Sans? Yeah, would they do a better job at just doing what Sans does? Okay, so we're so our, this is our final segment, segment four. You've seen the previous three. You know what we've done. We just saved separate claps to make sure everything's going okay. So if now, so we've got section four. This is going to be which character does better in each other's situation. So we've got so we've got Sans as being the teacher of class VE and the target for the assassination, and we've got we've got Coruscant just doing general Sans shit like. Being a good bird, the virus interacting with Frask, doing that kind of shit. Yeah. Just so, exist, just existing in Undertale universe. Just existing and like being done, pretty much. That's what Sans does. Mhm. 
mm-hmm. and I like the final fight, but other than that. So, do you want to go first, John? If you'll wait for me to finish eating. Okay. <laughs> uh, John is currently scanning a kebab. Yeah, yeah kebab. I was trying try not to produce donor meat sound effects into the mic. Donor meat is quite poggers uh, for anyone that's like not had it. If, before, if, you're, like, if you've um, never had, if you've never had a Scottish or British kebab, then I advise it. Yeah, you should. They are American kebabs can't compare. That's your. Well, those are kebabs you have at a barbecue, not like a. Yeah, those are skewers. Those aren't kebabs. They're skewers. Yeah, it's like you having a barbecue. Or like, oh, you'll have a burger, a sausage, a skewer, a chicken, and that. Yeah. There's like a kebab. It's like chopped thinly sliced. It's they're just pog. Uh, this, this, but this is this is franchise fight, not food fight. So. <laughs> oh, we could we could do a food episode. Oh, we could. I mean, see that. That's something to consider. Who wins in a death battle? Oh, we actually could. Could do like Tony the Tiger versus Kool Aid Man, and what's better? What's better? Kool Aid. Nah, I don't think we do my favourite Kool Aid Man. It's chop. Get a person Kool Aid Man. I love that. Oh, we need we need to get back on topic. We're we're going way off for the tangent, but I've already explained this will happen a lot. Yeah. But now to finish off the food episode, I'm saying we do Ronald McDonald versus Colonel Sanders. Good though. That's not even a bad idea. Ronald McDonald. Ronald McDonald survives falling off a park bench. That's his durability feat. <laughs> well, well, Colonel Sanders is an avid gamer and is the star of a dating simulator. What? KFC Gaming and there's a Colonel Sanders dating simulator game. Is it real? Is it official? It's an official KFC Colonel Sanders thing and then there's also... Right, time, time, time to move on. Time to move on. Okay, yep. Yeah. Well, this is <laughs> We're not talking about that. <laughs> okay. Don't so all, all can real... Yeah. ...explains what's going on and... Uh, so just let's get into it. We're on topic. There's not, there's not much to say. There's There will be a debate to it, but all I can really say about Sans is he's faster, he's definitely faster than Korosensei, I think, at least. Yeah. So, he would be harder to kill. And if if he's in a scenario where he's, he's actually been threatened by somebody who, like... Because he knew, he knew Kara, which is why he let Kara kill him. He wouldn't have what, just let anybody kill him. Yeah, he wouldn't. So you wouldn't just let the government kill him, or a bunch of fucking kids kill him. They, he had the ketchup as well, for the blood. Mm-hmm. Unless, he, unless he's emotionally attached to them. Like, if he was a teacher... He would probably do the same as Carl Sensei, he'd probably survive long enough and then just give up. Yeah, that's a, the one thing I have to say is, Sans, in all honesty, is a lazy bastard. <laughs> and he yeah. would do awful at being a teacher, like, he falls asleep in the middle of the fight and that's how you kill him. And he's like, really just doesn't have like the effort, he seems like, he seems like he'd be more of a pal than a teacher, where Carl Sensei yeah, yeah. kind of gets the mix mm-hmm. of Korosensei, you can get on with and you can learn from, whereas Sans you would get on with, but he wouldn't teach because he's lazy, he would just sit on his ass. Yeah, it'd be your pal, he's like, oh yeah, like, if they had phones, it'd be like, oh yeah, you can play on your phone, you could sit and play, you could then play Clash of Clans, I don't care. <laughs> oh, I played Clash of Clans and skills are excellent. Oh, I... Right, let's, let's not talk about We're that. We're getting off topic, but yeah. Yeah. No, but the one thing, Korosensei, I feel like he'd be a, a, quite a good Sans, like, uh, because think about it, Sans, one of the key things is he, he cares about his brother and wants him to like succeed. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Koro Sensei would do a lot better of tr- 
Job Duty, how he has a lot more motivation than Sands. Mm -hmm. But he's not but as lazy, he's, he's distracted and as much and he has more weaknesses, well, but... He was able to teach someone like Nagisa, who's like, who's like the second smallest and the, the smallest boy in the class, probably like one of the smallest in general, who's generally has like no upper body strength to be, who could have been, a, instead of being a teacher, could have been like one of the best assassins going. And I feel like he could do that for Pyrus. Mm -hmm. He can make fires like a really a guard for fires wants to be. He wants to be part of the Royal Guards, which is the group. Yeah. And he needs to capture a human to join it. Yeah, so he I feel like that on that side of the Sans character, Corosensei can make Papyrus solid and actually like be able to capture Frisk class slash Kara. I think you're right actually, because Undyne's part of the Royal Guard and that's who Papyrus idolises and they would totally show up Undyne, wouldn't they? Yeah, he would show up Undyne and he would be able to teach like with, like I was saying, the assassination classroom is able to like teach children like to be able to like have to be able to like be like a lethal sniper and like like good at assassination and just teach them to be like good in life in general. Whereas I feel like yeah, you're right Fires because it's being quite a, a mature character. I feel like Papyrus is also mature as well from it. Mm -hmm. Like he would be able to teach Papyrus to do what he wanted. He would be able to get Papyrus into the Royal Guard if he still wanted that. He probably he would yeah. be he would teach he would be able to teach Papyrus to be strong enough to probably not even need to join the Royal Guard or want to. Yeah, the, it would teach Papyrus a lot more. And on the other side of things, he I feel like Korosensei could would interact more with Kara in the genocide route as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like he would be like, oh, but that doesn't you. Well, you killed Toriel, that's not really you should like not try and do this and like I feel like he could uh, maybe steer Kara off the rails a bit. Yeah, maybe and, steer, like, steer Kara away from actually doing that, yeah. I feel like because he is a genuine, because he's like good at, I feel like he could like get yeah, out not the right thing to do, you should maybe stop a bit or you shouldn't. And the one thing I'd say he would do worse than Santan is the fight because I feel like he'd care too much about Kara mm -hmm. than to like put up a solid fight. Yeah, you're Especially, right. Because I feel like he would, he would try and like, he would still like, now nah, you can still, like, you know you kill Toriel in Genocide House, she just lets you do it. Yeah. I feel like Coruscant would end up doing oh. something a lot more similar to that. Yeah, something more similar to that than what Sans did. I think, I think you're completely right in all honesty, I think. I don't I'm not sure who to give the point to, but you're right. And you can see where I'm coming from as well. I because... can see where you're coming from, but I... Personally, I feel Sans would do shit as a teacher. Yeah, he wouldn't he do good as a teacher, be... but he'd do a better job at surviving. He would do as good, if not a better job, and yeah, do what Corsente do does at not getting killed. He would do better. The one thing is, he would, he would still. I feel one thing about Sans is he doesn't have the inherent like BB resist. Like he doesn't need to be shot by BBs because he's killed by a normal knife. So I feel like Sans might end up dying then the first episode that has uh, Professor Bitch in it when like she ambushes Coruscant with like Is that her name? Shit ton. No, she does, it's like you're in a yellow bitch but she gets called Professor Bitch. I thought you said bitch. Yeah, yeah, that's what she, yeah, that's what I said. She gets called Professor Bitch. Oh right, sorry, it's hard to understand what you're saying. It's <laughs> no, but basically she ambushes Coruscant with like tons of people and big machine guns. Mm -hmm. I survives it because bullets don't hurt them. Yeah. But I feel like Sand could die from that. It Possibly. Might that, but there's because it's such a small space and a locked room. He could teleport and out. So much bullets. 
That's what he that's what that's about. He, he, would, he would die from a gunshot, but he'd be able to teleport out of the room, or he'd be able to block it with bones, be able to make a barrier out of them. Yeah, that's it. I still feel like he would he, he would do better at surviving, but he would not be like... Like, the assurance would struggle a lot more. And like, one of the big things about Coruscant's character is how he is getting the students to be, like, better and... Because the whole point of E-Class is like, oh, they're the worst of the worst, they're the shit, they're stupid. And then, like... <laughs> Sans wouldn't get... be any better than them, in all honesty. Sans is lazy as fuck, Sans he doesn't go like, do much. Yeah, Sans, uh, most Sans would do is, like, uh, it would be like, oh, who cares what they say, let's just go, like, let's go play, like, let's go play some games, or, like... Have you, heard of, have you, heard, have you heard of a game for PC and PS4 called Undertale? Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's something <laughs> like that, in all honesty. <laughs> And Nintendo Switch, and I think it is getting put on Xbox. Oh yeah, it is, isn't it? But that's the. I think Hans would wouldn't do as good a job at teaching as Co- as yeah, Sensei would. Sensei would do a better job, as you as you said about displaying Kara from doing what they did and getting Papyrus to his goals, which is what Sans really should be doing. But Sans would do probably yeah. as good, if not a better job, at avoiding being killed in Sensei. Um. I know I'm, I, I can't, I've got a bit of a bias, but I know, because I'm debating for Coruscant, I feel like yeah. Coruscant's got this round. Yeah, because you, you, he, he, does, he does more, better. He would do, he would do, like, he would do a lot better as a Sans, mm-hmm. even than Sans other, than the, other than the final fights, whereas Sans would only really be good at not getting killed. He wouldn't, I don't know if he would, he would probably still care about the students, but he wouldn't have, like, wouldn't be as invested in what's going on and like who I said earlier on about how uh, Coruscant went out of his way to dress up as Kurosama to for Nagstar's Maw to like get to like to make sure he stayed in E class and that. Yeah. I feel like Sans would just be like, uh, you're out of E class, that's good for you and let him leave. Mm-hmm. So that kind of thing. I get what you mean. Sans Sans wouldn't do as good of a job as a teacher as Coruscant would as Sans. Coruscant is more of a teacher than like an assassination target and I think that's one of the main, I'll say that's more, in my opinion that's like a bigger point of this show is him being a teacher than being like oh they need to kill him. Mm -hmm. Oh you're right because even though Sans would do better, I think he probably would do better at being an assassination target, it would be it'd be uh, harder of a target to get. But it'd be hard but Coruscant still at that. Coruscant still does better than him in his universe, like much better. Yeah, much better, like helping out Papyrus or Kara, and and like it would generally just be us. It would generally be able to probably like help those characters grow and be better. Yeah. And like the only thing I'd say the downside is he would probably let Kara kill him instead of doing a big mental fight. Yeah. Than Sans did. Yeah. I so see we wrap this bar up, yeah. We're gonna call this and say, and say that's it, and that's section four done. Yeah. Okay, so this is we've, you've heard the four sections. We're back. We've saved the clips. we and now this is the the final bit, the conclusion. So, yep. looking at so I've got this, I've got the scores written down on a bit of paper. Right, so section one, which was what's the better overall series, undoubtedly went to Undertale due to generally standing out a lot more and mm-hmm. being more iconic, especially with the music and just 
that yeah. Undertale Undertale's is more substantial than yeah. an assassination classroom, even though both series are good, undoubtedly. Both series are really good, but like more people have heard of Undertale and the music is such a big part of Undertale. It oh, gives it's it phenomenal, like, that yeah. much an edge. It's like like I, I used to have to like Undertale remixes and all that. Oh like, everybody did in like 2016, 2017. 2016, Shara X Undertale remixes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, section two was which was the best character. We really couldn't come to like an overall conclusion because they're both really strong characters. So mm -hmm, really compelling left, characters. We've left that as a draw. You can argue about it in the comments, so we're just gonna say there's no points awarded for that. Mm -hmm. So for the first two sections, it's one 0 to Undertale. Now section three, the death battle, with which is the longest section we've worked out, mm -hmm. is that what went to Koro Sensei and Yeah, we've decided we've decided Koro Sensei would more, more often but than not win a fight against Sans. He would win in more situations. There's still always Sans is still stupid. Powerful, but also due to the fact of how much Undertale statistics are like not that flat out, and we don't have like hard evidence. Oh, yeah. Sans is this, Sans is yeah, that. Yeah, there's, no, there's like, no real scale and there's no real comparisons make, to make. It makes it a lot harder to say, oh, yeah, Sans will win all the time. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so then we get, so we gave that, so we gave the point to Gora Sensei, and the final section, who'd do better in each other's situation. So we we came to the conclusion that Koro Sensei does better as Sand and everything but the final fight, due to the fact he would probably care too much about Kara and just let Kara kill him. Yeah, and in you know, in uh, the assassination classroom universe, Sands would do good as an assassination target. He would do as good, if not better, than Koro Sensei I'd, did at I'd not getting assassinated. Could do better yeah, than Koro but... Sensei just his speed. But he's not a good teacher, he wouldn't be a good teacher for the class. He wouldn't have as many yeah. emotional bonds or attachments to the pupils yeah. and die in the same like, way or in a similar way to Echo Sensei. He would he would still care about he would still care about the students, I would say, but I wouldn't say he would have as much like a deep connection, like he would and he would like they'd also undoubtedly be doing a lot more worse in school today. It would it sounds like, Oh yes, today's our maths lesson, oh fuck that, let's just pass a book. Yeah. Much, <laughs> and that's pretty much his attitude. It's like, oh, yeah. he's lazy. He's gotta do that. So, so the final. The, so you can you can see the final score. Okay. Sorry. So the final score we've got is is included is two is two one to assassination classroom, but we've got the draw. So so I know you're honestly you can mark out your between yourselves in the comments and like on Twitter on on anything else. Just argue. What's the better, like, series overall? Yeah. Like, what's, the, uh, what's got the better character? Get your honest opinion. I would honestly like to see your takes on this. Yeah, me as well. And if, if you made any mistakes, then let us know in the comments or anyway by messaging us if, if you've seen this through Discord yeah. or whatever because this is loosely scripted. This is loosely scripted. This isn't we've written out yeah, exactly what we're saying. This is we, just us sitting for an hour speaking about topics that we've written down. Yeah, I've got I've got some loose points and I've just been speaking and counting yeah. and it's not been like and let us know how you what you think of the series in general because it's the first episode. I think I've personally enjoyed recording this. I've enjoyed it I've as well. I'd, I'd be willing to do more. And once uh, once COVID's uh, restrictions have loosened off, we can actually get to a recording studio and get better quality yeah, we'll have and more episodes. Recording. And then we'll, we'll also eventually get some of our 
our friends and other YouTubers on as guests. Like, oh yeah. And so, but and then by contact, and then hopefully we'll even get longer episodes because we'll have guests. Yeah. This one we have like two guests, so I'll be aiming for double. I'll hopefully get yeah, for yeah. double in. Yeah. But I think we've gone on for a good hour, which was my personal goal for the first episode. Again, I will explain what's going on, debate about the series, and we've definitely reached that. Yeah. So the overall winner <coughs> is Chorus Sensei. Yep. I was going to say, we shouldn't say too much about guests of our episodes yet because they're not really set in concrete, this is the only one we've actually planned out properly. Yeah, these are just ideas we'll be doing. We've got second episode, do you want to say what it is? So I'll leave it. Oh, I could. I'm, I thinking, get... I'm, I'm thinking we do a teaser. Oh, we'll see, we'll see one of the series and that's it. Okay, uh, what, what one are you saying? You're saying... I'll say My Hero Academia. Okay, so next episode will be My Hero Academia uh, versus someone, and I'm gonna say I'm first gonna say it's gonna be an explosive episode in my opinion. Oh, that's just giving it away, but yeah. Well, that it's not it's giving it away a bit, but yeah. But uh, oh well, who, who's that bothered about finding out? Oh, uh, oh yeah, I really didn't want to find out the next franchise fight is going to be X versus Y. Oh, what the fuck is franchise fight? That would be the most common response because it's been only one episode. Yeah. But this is our first episode, but like, make sure to like and subscribe, check out, check out, subscribe to the Game Gamer slash John. Uh, my Twitch might be in the description, I'll do that occasionally. Yeah. I'll help John. Uh, our good friend Paradise City, in the description, he's done advertising that. We'll have a link to Spotify, if you can get it on Spotify somehow. Mm-hmm. And. Genuinely, just let us know what you thought of the episodes, what you think of the show in general. Mm-hmm. If you have any more ideas for episodes, or you have any opinions for the next episode, or you have anything to say about this one, let us know in the comments. Because, and hopefully this does well and we can continue, because I've enjoyed this. Yeah. Other than that, okay. I think that's it done. Okay, I'll, I'll see you in the next episode.